0: It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided we are? Let's find the peacemakers. Think everyone is mean and selfish? Let's talk to those who are helping us all be more loving and caring. Think our culture is going downhill? Let's meet those who are helping us flourish. And now your host! Jonathan Sanborn. Jonathan. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Counterculture. Yes, that's right. I'm your host, Jonathan Sanborn. And I love being introduced by James Brown playing in the background. Ain't It Funky Now from his Live in Paris, 1972, when music was just kicking, kicking, kicking. So incredible stuff. Uh, enough about me. This show has been. Uh, amazing. We love the response we've been hearing. People are wanting to find the bridge builders. Counterculture is about finding the bridge builders, the people who are building up building bridges for peace, building bridges for compassion, and building up our culture. And so those are the people we like to highlight. And in studio today, I have Jen Parlin. Welcome, Jen.
1: Thank you. So happy to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here too. So Jen Parlin is passionate about fair trade, sustainability and inspiring others to use their purchasing power for good oh boy can be this is gonna be convicting <laughs> so jen works full-time for go X apparel as their sales manager for the western region you will also find her promoting fair trade jewelry line for threads worldwide so this is i'm liking this because this is like a little different than what we've been talking about on the show i think we're about 40 something episodes in and this is i'm really excited about this conversation so thank you for joining us
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: I'm going to bring the heat. Are you ready for this?
1: All right. I'm ready. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, we start off just to get to know you a little bit. We play this game called Fake News. So two, it's sort of like two truths and a lie. You just need something true and something false, and I'll try to guess which one's true.
1: Okay. All right. So I've sang at the Blue Note Jazz Club in New York City. Hello. And I went on a cruise around the southern tip of South America.
0: <sighs> okay. Tierra del Fuego, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, Oh, see, I'm I'm fishing. She's not buying.
1: I'm just going to keep a poker face here.
0: (laughs) So, I don't know. I've never heard you sing. And so, I don't know about this. But that would be absolutely epic if you were – maybe you went there. So, I'm going to say you actually sung at the Blue Note in New York City because that just seems so outrageous that I'm just going to say it happened. Ah! I did I get
1: I, it? Yeah, I couldn't stump you.
0: You got it. Yes. I got it. You sang at the Blue Note Jazz Club in New York City.
1: I did. Yes, it wasn't like my personal show, no. but I, I was on stage. I did a duet with a friend who had a show there.
0: That is absolutely epic. Yeah, it was and awesome. what? What was your song?
1: Um, it was something by Damien Rice called Volcano. It was a duet off
0: his first album. Oh, you know it? Oh, yes. Do I know it? Oh my gosh! Okay. I am all about the music. Then awesome. that's just like that's, you just went up like a, a, a notch in my book. You were down like around a three. Okay. Now you're like a five.
1: All right, I'm working my way. Yeah, up. Yeah, you're working up. Okay.
0: <laughs> I have very high standards.
1: Well, we'll have to check in after just, this conversation <laughs> maybe, to see what happens. Might go down
0: to four or something, but I'm I'm, I'm okay. expecting big things. I'm really excited about this. So <laughs> so before since we're talking about free trade, I don't really. Can you get me some cheap T-shirts? Can you help me out? I not, need some cheap.
1: Not if we want to be friends. Not, not if, if we, we want to be yeah. friends.
0: Okay. No. That's, I understand <laughs> that. And now we're going to find out why that's such a big deal. So first off, pe- maybe people don't know or they assume f- they have an idea of fair trade. But what is fair trade?
1: Well, I'm actually kind of a dork and I wrote down a definition that I found on the Fair Trade Federation that I loved. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to read it real quick. So it says, fair trade is an approach to business and to development based on dialogue, transparency, and respect that seeks to create change, greater equity in the international trading system. Okay. So I don't know if everyone's like, what did she just say? Uh Uh-huh. But basically for me, it's really focusing on the people that are making your products. Okay. You know, and the circumstances around that. How much are they getting paid? What are their conditions? Um, and I feel like a lot of times, well, I'd say the majority of the time, we don't think about that when we're shopping. Right. right. You know, we like something. We're like, that's a good price. I right. think I'll buy it. Right. So it's really um, it's really about treating the people fairly.
0: And I think it's different. We, we often think about if, if that person was in a restaurant at, that we're eating at and you saw a wait, waiter which waitress being abused or yelled at by their manager. Somehow we'd have a problem with that restaurant, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yet somehow these things could be happening. Except it might be a, across the ocean, and the maybe it's it's not. They might not be yelling, but maybe they're paying them virtually nothing. They're making them work like crazy. Uh, you know, it can in a, in a sense things that are even worse than being yelled at that, that could be happening to their lives as a result of or you know you may you know a lot more than this than I do.
1: Well, it seems like you, you know, you have the right idea. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: So, what's going? So, tell me. Oh, so, so from your standpoint, you want to be involved in company like that. The products that we buy are connected with fair trade.
1: Correct. That's that's a huge passion for me. Um, I just personally want to know that the things that I'm buying are not harming people, right? And the planet. I mean, that's important as well. Um, but that, yeah, that's that's really important to me.
0: So first is that the, the products that we buy uh, are – there are they're humans that made them. They're, they're both machi- – there's humans that deliver them, that brought it to us. But also you mentioned the planet. So then the, – which is my next question is the, the term that we hear a lot is sustainability.
1: Right. So what do you
0: – what is sustainability?
1: I didn't bring a definition just so you know. OK.
0: But you've got – But got. I've
1: got – you know, <laughs> it's really about um, impact. And everything that's made, um, everything we do impacts the planet. It impacts people, um, and it's just, I guess, the level of impact. And we want to use products that are impacting the planet um, in the least, you know, destructive way right. as possible. And you know, everything has has an impact. And, you know, it's not always going to be a good impact. Right. Um, so we just got to try and, and use products that aren't harming our planet.
0: Right. And I imagine there's degrees. There's some, some way or the other. There's some things that are really – but I think just the the general awareness is what you're trying to bring of just the idea that – not only does what, buy, what we buy affect the humans who made it, but also the the way it treats the ground, the way and that ground affects humans, right?
1: Absolutely, like, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> like <It's a> circle. <laughs> yeah, circle, yeah, in circle, yeah, it wraps up. So we want if we care about people, we need to care about the planet and we what we and what we buy. So if, if give me an example of something that is not sustainable.
1: I'm um, one-use um, water bottles. One-use water yeah. bottles.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> I grabbed one out of the refrigerator in the lobby here at the radio station, and I just she I got the eye. I I, I definitely, just got the Gen eye.
1: As soon as I said it, I I I looked at your water bottle, and you know it's not to make people feel wrong. I'm not making you sure. wrong. Yes, but there are a lot of people who just buy cases and cases of um, you know water, and they don't think about you know what. That does to the planet, right? Yeah. Right.
0: This came from somewhere, and 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 we all, many of us have learned that the the myth of recycling, right? <laughs> There's, exactly. That we think it's just, oh, if I can just throw it in a recycling bin, everything's fine, and my conscience is clean. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and you know, I've learned a little bit about recycling, and a lot of the things that we throw into our recycling bin actually don't get recycled right. for for one reason or another. Right. And they end up in the landfill. So, right. buying a, bo- a bottle and saying, well, I can just recycle this, what's wrong with that? Right. Um, that's really not long term, it's not yeah. sustainable.
0: No, the, the excellent. So that's we've just brought it close to home, including right in my in my face.
1: No. <laughs>
0: no, but see the cool thing about Jen is that she's not she's not judging. She's we're just talking about we need to talk about processes and then ask on a question, honest questions about ourselves. I'm just forgetful, so I'm, when I'm rushing out the door, I I have a nice water bottle that I use by 80% of the time. And things happen, and I don't think it's all about things. Question whether things bad things happen, but we can be more intentional and being aware that what what our purchases affect, you know. But but okay. So now let's move out of the water bottle. That's many people think about that. Let's talk about clothing. Yes. Uh, Because this is really where your your jam is. Isn't talking about water bottles, but um, (laughs) this is your, your this is where your mojo is. Yeah, and so you work for GoX, and what is GoX?
1: So GoX is a fair trade apparel company. So we're actually part of the Fair Trade Federation, from which I had read that um, lovely definition right, of fair trade right. from. And our our goal really is to focus on the people and making an impact um, in, in one of the places where impact needs to be made. And we own and manage a factory in Haiti. Okay. And that's where all of our garments are cut and sewn. Um, and... Can we
0: talk about that factory yeah, a little bit? I, I think it's yeah, such absolutely. a fascinating... What about the... Tell me more about that factory. It's a fascinating model.
1: Yeah. So our factory um, is in Haiti. And one of the reasons why we chose Haiti is it because Haiti... Um, apparel is the number one um, employed, I guess, business in Haiti. Okay. Um, and... I'd say the majority, if I'm sure more than the majority, 90 percent, which is the majority, um, they're not paying their people a fair wage. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a big problem. And um, as most people know, Haiti definitely uh, has had a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. And one of the things – one of the reasons why we chose this, um, this place, this model, fair trade in general – And making a product is that, you know, our goal is to really um, strengthen families Mm -hmm. to prevent uh, children from becoming orphans because Mm. that's really the number one reason um, for for many things that we hear about human trafficking, uh, you know, families, children in orphanages. Mm. And it's because there's no income. And if you can't provide... You know a fair wage to somebody, then they have to go look for other sources. They have to give up their children. So really, this is a solution. Yes, to keep families together.
0: So, and this is this is a great. I mean, spend a little time with this is fantastic because so one many people think, oh, let's go help the orphans in Haiti. So Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Am I correct?
1: Um, I don't know one hundred percent, but that sounds that sounds right. It sounds my, close.
0: My, I think my information about f- at least five or ten years old, but it, that might I might still be the case. Okay. So the economy is textiles and their and their manufacturing, and so we often hear about orphans from Haiti, and so are there are many orphanages around there. Yet, mo- many, if I think forty to fifty percent of the children in these orphanages have both parents. Um, and they are not, um, and those parents maybe probably have jobs, right? And so they they might be working at a low budget T-shirt factory where they're getting I don't what I don't know what the wage would be.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure the actual wage in the local currency, but it's yeah. you know it's all based on uh, the local economy, right? And, and even like a fair wage is not going to be uh, wages. Like similar to ours, ours right. because it wouldn't make sense um, with with their currency and right. stuff. But
0: so, yeah. but but instead of working at a rock bottom cheapest factory, if they were to work at a fair trade factory like the GoX factory, they actually now have the opportunity to even pay and care for their children. But the, because but because the wages are so low in some of the other places, if if they can find a job. Then uh, they can't even support and, and care for their own family. Is that a fair? Is that a fair description?
1: Yes, definitely a fair description
0: It's a tough it's a tough. so many people think that, oh, if I could just give money and help the orphans, yet if you give them a job uh, that paid well enough, you could actually help be helping orphans
1: yeah i I really believe that this is a solution mm. to a huge problem. and I love charities and nonprofits that give. It's amazing, right? But I think the real change um, when you go into community into a community and you create jobs for them, people right. don't want a handout. They want to work. Right. They want you know to provide for their right. family. And if we do business correctly, mm-hmm. I think that you know we can do that.
0: And they want the dignity of work and be able to provide for their family, and they want to keep their children.
1: Oh, yeah. And so the
0: idea that they're, th- I mean. I could imagine a point where you get so desperate that to survive, that you and want what's best for your children, that you would say the best shot is that my child would need to go into an orphanage, and because they don't have the income but that you're saying, you're, there, you're an amazing opportunity of these fact like a of, a of a well-paying, good condition job can make a huge difference and even prevent an orphan ever from being considered an orphan in an orphanage.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: So. So if you're just tuning in this is Jonathan Stanborn and you're listening to Counterculture I have Jen Parlin here in the studio talking about fair trade and sustainability she's the uh, West Coast uh, representative for GoX Apparel so this is a great conversation we're having um So let's just put the back in our on our heads here in America So I need to go we've got let's just say I've got VBS coming up and I want some tea. we need t-shirts for these kids Yeah and we need that we should get, shouldn't we, as good stewards of our church budget, we should get the cheapest shirts available and then we can raise money to send to orphans in Haiti, <laughs> for example. So right. that's how yeah. this I got a plan.
1: <laughs> Even as you're saying it, you're, you know, that it's a, a kind of a, a Interesting statement to make. Okay, and that it doesn't really make sense. Uh Um, I think it's it's important to consider as an organization um, your values. Yes, you know what are what what are you doing? Like what matters to you, Um, and then looking at every aspect of your company, um, where you're purchasing. In this case, the t-shirts, and really looking at you know what's going on with this company that I'm buying from? Is this – how is this impacting people? Because if my goal is to help you know, children, to help orphans, to bring families back together, whatever it may be, that's a great goal. But if mm-hmm. I'm exploiting people sure. while I'm trying to accomplish that goal, it just doesn't make sense. Right?
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's really a good point. You're – that, that if I am contributing to the exploitation of people – then how much of them, <laughs> how, am I being a good steward of God's resources with that? If that's what happens,
1: right? Exactly.
0: Are, is that a common – I mean, okay, I know I use VBS in church for, intentionally, yet, yeah, but you see that like people don't have time to think about it. They're busy. I, they're just they just want to hey promote their brand or get some shirts out for an event or they want to or they're just we're just shopping and I want to get a cheap shirt that's you know I go to you know. Ross and gets – nothing wrong. I'm not complaining about Ross, but let's just say I get something at Ross.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean we definitely come a, come across that quite a bit, uh, especially people that aren't super aware of, of these types of things that we're talking about here, about fair trade um, and – they want, you know, the bottom line, they they want to save money, they want to raise as much money, they just want to give these shirts away so they don't want to spend a lot. Right. Um, and we really try to have a lot of different options on mm-hmm. the spectrum, price-wise, um, quality-wise. Um, I We have a, a standard cotton t-shirt that uh, is a pretty low price. It might be a little bit more than some of the other brands that aren't fair trade, but I don't think you're going to see a huge difference, um, but and I think when you when you have that conversation with somebody and explain why um, you might be paying a little bit more, it makes sense to most people. Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense to most people. Um, and some people choose not to right. to purchase uh, right. with us or with another fair trade brand. Sure, and that's totally up to them, but. Uh, it takes some education and talking to people sometimes to mm-hmm. get them to understand.
0: And it's funny that we think about um, other think purchases and things that we like. We don't do we get the cheapest house possible? Do we get the cheapest car possible? Or do we consider other factors like reliability? You know, gas mileage. You know, just long term. You know. Will this car be working five years from or will the house hold up if I'm having to repair it or there's maybe you know, you know something else that's really bad about it but right but somehow it's, it seems like oh I don't I don't need, I don't need to worry about my clothing or right
1: yeah I think we have as a whole as a society we have this mentality where we need a lot of something too like when it comes to clothing and stuff we need uh we need all the t-shirts we need all the colors and it's just this like need to have everything right and so we're thinking like well i can't afford to buy you know, four T-shirts in my wardrobe that are a little bit more and ethically made. Right, um, and people are choosing to to go and buy fast fashion because they can have more, and it's just this mentality that we need that, and we really right. don't. We don't need that many that clothes. Many things. Right, we don't even wear half the stuff.
0: Right, I <laughs> know hey, it's true. It's really true. I know we cut we moved for uh, cut our uh, house our um, size of our house, and we moved into an apartment, so we have half the square footage. And then we put many things into storage. We gave a whole ton, bunch of stuff away, and I was just amazed. I was like, I have half a half as many clothes. Well, you know, I'm a diva, and I just you know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I can tell. Totally tell. <laughs> no, but even even if I think I've lived very simply at different times in my life, and I'm very well aware, yet it's just like there's this creep of you know, get every holiday need new things, new times, and and it's but it, we don't. That's the wrong mindset.
1: Yeah, I think so. I just I don't know where like when or what happened exactly where we fell into that you know, wanting more, 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 but I guess maybe the media or something yeah, has <laughs> has uh, impacted us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where fast fashion became really popular and you go to the mall and you just go on a shopping spree.
0: Right. You can get the cheapest the deals Yep. So tell me so I'm just trying to give some practical help to our listeners. Sure. Like how to make, when I make I'm shopping or making a decision either out or even online, what are maybe one or two questions that our listeners could ask before they click the the purchase button um from their shopping cart.
1: Sure. Well, I think one thing is obvious, like do I really need this? Mm-hmm. Do I really want this? Um am I going to wear this? That's that's a good, yeah. <laughs> good question.
0: But it's on sale. I'm getting a good deal. <laughs> right, right.
1: I know it's, it's tempting, right? I think we all go through that no matter how conscious yeah. we are. Uh, and then looking at the company that you're purchasing from, like where are these clothes made? Are they sharing information about that? Mm-hmm. Some companies are more transparent than others. Mm-hmm. And also that doesn't necessarily mean that you know, it is ethically made just because they say it is. So just digging a little bit deeper, having some sources of knowing where to go. Um, there's a ton of information out there. Mm-hmm. But finding some reliable sources that will kind of vet companies for right. you. And there's many out there that do. And so that kind of saves you because I know most of us don't have time to uh, sit online researching companies for hours. I mean, that's – Right. No.
0: Sure. I just don't <laughs> right but you're shopping you say it look you got a good deal it looks good on
1: you right and i i have like a whole folder uh directory I guess I've made of companies that I feel good about supporting right. and shopping with
0: so so that's the individual should churches or businesses uh, ministries, should they care about this or they have their own problems and they have their own thing should is this something churches should care about
1: well, I think it goes back to what I was talking about before about values, mm-hmm. and as a company, as a church, um, as an organization in general, like you really need to be clear on what is important to you, and it maybe it's the environment that really sets you like gets you going. You're like, right. I really want to make a, a positive impact, and um, or lessen my impact on the planet. And so that's great, and I think just looking at different areas of your company, like how can we improve? Mm-hmm. It's, there's no way overnight that you're just going to to make all the right decisions. You're going to, sure. you know, buy all the right things and stop harming the planet. Right. You know. But I think making small changes and. Churches for sure need to think about, like you were saying, um, you know, buying T-shirts for an event, right? Like think about the things that you're purchasing every day, and are there better choices? Mm-hmm.
0: So I uh, I'm aware that you know GoX partners with like Chris Tomlin, and that he purchased all his concert shirts, um, his Angel Army's concert shirts that are. Um, for sale now. There, when I went to his concert, they were there, and I was really happy to see Goex merchandise there. But they're, they were a little more expensive. But it all fits the idea that his faith and and really our faith should think about these things and think about what are the effects are, our purchases and what effects our all our actions do for. The poor, the 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 the, the orphan, the art, the, the planet that God has placed us on—all these things matter, and I think that the love, the mindset of Goex and, and you and what you're what you're talking about today. So, just in closing, I just want to: How can our listeners uh, learn more about uh, Goex and what you're doing, Jen?
1: Sure, yeah, you can visit us at goxapparel.com. dot com. And if you're wondering how to spell GOEX, it's G-O-E-X. And, yeah, if you visit our website, you can read all about uh, what we're doing with Fair trade and about our T-shirts. We have an eco-friendly tri-blend, so we are um, striving to be more sustainable, which is great.
0: So one day my water bottle hopefully will end up in a recycled into a t shirt fiber, which is which is what they do. Five water bottles per shirt? Five or six? Yep,
1: about five water bottles per shirt. Incredible. So the
0: the, that would I'm gonna go I'm I would I'm gonna go buy another shirt and save five water bottles. But Jen, this has been a great conversation. Fair Trade is very Christian. I believe this is fits our mandate. Thank you so much for coming in and appreciate you. God bless you
1: and your ministry. Thank you so much. take care. Thank you for listening today.
0: Counterculture is made possible by Care Portal, helping local churches help children and families in crisis. Sign up you and your church today at careportal.org. This program was sponsored by Care Portal.